Welcome to the Diary of an Author podcast. I'm your host, Amy Sudo. Join me as I explore the art of writing, what it means to be a modern author, and how to travel the world as a digital nomad. If you want to stay updated on the latest tips and insights into the world of writing, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and visit amysudo.com for more. In today's episode, we'll cover the clever and emotional elements of the books, An Object of Beauty, and Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, The Inventive Scams of How to Cheat at Everything, The Compelling Character Study of Shop Girl, and George Lucas's Fanatical Commitment in Skywalking. Let's dive in. I spend more time reading book reviews than actual books because I have no time to read so-so novels. But the result? I find fantastic reads. Here are some books I've read and loved recently. The first book up is An Object of Beauty by Steve Martin. If cubism was speaking from the intellect and abstract expressionism was speaking from the psyche, then pop was speaking from the unbrain, and just to drive home the point, its leader Warhol closely resembled a zombie. This is one of my favorite quotes from the book. The narrative follows Lacey, an ambitious, cunning young woman working her way up the ranks of the art world. And here is why you should read it. I don't care if you hate art history like I once did, this clever little book makes art interesting through a subtle mystery, sharp dialogue, and vivid characters. There's a handful of anecdotes thrown in about Andy Warhol and other painters, and they nearly outshine the plot itself. I'm rereading this gem because I can't get over how talented Steve Martin is. Actor, writer, musician. At one point, does one officially win at life? My second book is Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close by Jonathan Safran Foer. One of my favorite quotes from the book is, Sometimes I think it would be weird if there were a skyscraper that moved up and down while its elevator stayed in place. So if you wanted to go to the 95th floor, you'd just press the 95 button and the 95th floor would come to you. Also, that could be extremely useful, because if you're on the 95th floor and a plane hits below you, the building could take you to the ground and everyone could be safe even if you left your birdseed shirt at home that day. This book is about a boy who tries and solve the treasure hunt his dead father left for him. Why should you read it? Well, first of all, the concept is perfect, albeit different than what I gravitate toward. It's one of those simultaneously tear-jerking yet humorous books that's told from the little boy's point of view. It's heartbreaking to see how he is affected by his father's death through quotes like the one above, and how he doesn't realize how deeply the tragedy has affected him. As writers, we're in the emotion business, which is why books like these are gold. The third book is How to Cheat at Everything by Simon Lovell. Remember, kid, I've taught you everything you know, but not everything I know. One of the many great quotes waiting for you from this book. This nonfiction book is written by a con man who spills the tricks of the trade. It's filled with all the scams and hustles you could imagine and a bunch you can't. I got this book for research purposes, but it turned out to be so fascinating I read it cover to cover. The anecdotes are entertaining and the cons are so inventive to the point where my next screenplay may very well be about a con artist. It's also a great preventative read. Once you know the tricks, you can't be fooled. The fourth book is Shop Girl by Steve Martin. She has learned that her body is precious and it mustn't be offered carelessly ever again, as it holds a direct connection to her heart. Isn't that an amazing quote? The book is about a lonely girl living in L.A. who works at a department store and who falls in love with a man who doesn't truly care for her. It's a character study more than anything else, and it's written in a way that's painfully honest and endlessly compelling. I haven't seen the movie for this book, and I'm not sure I want to. The heart of this book can't be found in the dialogue or the visuals. No, it's the way the story is told and the motivations of the characters and the way Steve Martin depicts the inner workings of the minds of these characters as they try to find love and happiness in Los Angeles. 
It's a quick read and a beautiful book, and you should check it out because Steve Martin knows how to tell a simple, powerful story. My fifth book is Skywalking, The Life and Films of George Lucas by Dale Pollock. Yet for all his success, his friends and colleagues agree that George Lucas is essentially the same person who woke up in a hospital bed in 1962 and decided to change his life. From a close encounter with death grew a fanatical commitment to hard work and artistic excellence. That's just one tidbit from this amazing book. It's about a senior in high school, a young George Lucas gets into a car crash. This near-fatal brush with death turns him into a man with a mission. And this biography goes on to describe how he grew as a filmmaker and as a man. Let me tell you why this one matters. This book is required reading for anyone who wants to get into the film industry, not for hard and fast tips about breaking in, but because it paints a picture of the kind of mentality and work ethic that is required to succeed. And as George says, the only secret to my success is that I work harder than anyone else. So, there you have it. We discussed the emotional and clever books in Object of Beauty and Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, as well as the inventive scams in How to Cheat at Everything, the compelling character study in Steve Martin's Shop Girl, and George Lucas's fanatical commitment in Skywalking. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe or visit my website, amysudo.com, for more. And I'll catch you in the next one.